Welcome to our daily portion with WIT Ministries. I'm Matt Russell, and I'm the director of WIT Ministries. And at Walking in Truth Ministries, we want to help people to be able to live a more God-centered, God-focused life and uh, in every aspect of their life. So the purpose for this podcast is for us to really strengthen our biblical discipline of reading the Bible. So I'm going to read a scripture every day where I'm going to share a nugget about that scripture. And then I'm going to say a little prayer at the end. And that will be the entirety of our episodes for this podcast. Uh, Please feel free to check us out at walkingintruthministries.org. Or you can also check out our other podcast, which is Living the Wit Life with Walking in Truth Ministries. I hope that this podcast blesses you as much as it blesses me. And uh, let's go ahead and get started with our daily portion. Jesus and Jiu-Jitsu is a ministry, it's events, and it's a podcast, all focused on building community and fellowship around Jesus and great Jiu-Jitsu. We were birthed from a Walking in Truth event called Pursuit. Four of us left one of these men's pursuits and the Lord all gave us the same download to create Jesus and Jiu-Jitsu. We've started by doing local events in North Texas. We're slowly but surely expanding those events to other markets across the country where we bring in professors and instructors. We learn awesome jujitsu techniques. We hear a testimony about the gospel. We give away free Bibles. We offer prayer and then we train hard. On top of this, we have a podcast that has really taken off that we have a lot of fun with. Look us up on all platforms. We love walking in truth and we appreciate the affiliation with them and the covering that they give us. Thank you to all the leaders at Walking in Truth. Everyone at Jesus and Jiu-Jitsu is truly appreciative. Amos 6. Those at ease in Zion. Woe to those who are at ease in Zion and to those who feel secure in the mountain of Samaria, the distinguished men of the foremost of nations to whom the house of Israel comes. Go over to Calneh and look and go from there to Hamath the Great and go down to Gath of the Philistines. Are they better than these kingdoms or is their territory greater than yours? Do you put off the day of calamity and would you bring near the seat of violence? Those who recline on beds of ivory and sprawl on their couches and eat lambs from the flock and calves from the midst of the stall, who improvise to the sound of the harp, and like David have composed songs for themselves, who drink wine from sacrificial bowls, while they anoint themselves with the finest of oils, yet they have not grieved over the ruin of Joseph. Therefore, they will now go into exile at the head of the exiles, and the sprawlers' banqueting will pass away. The Lord God has sworn by himself, the Lord God of hosts has declared, I loathe the arrogance of Jacob and detest his citadels. Therefore, I will deliver up the city and all it contains. And it will be if 10 men are left in one house, they will die. Then one's uncle who or his undertaker will lift him up to carry out his bones from the house. And he will say to the one who's in the innermost part of the house, is anyone else with you? And that one will say, no one. 
Then he will answer, Keep quiet, for the name of the Lord is not to be mentioned. For behold, the Lord is going to command that the great house be smashed to pieces and the small house to fragments. Do horses run on rocks, or does one plow them with oxen? Yet you have turned justice into poison, and the fruit of righteousness into wormwood, and you who rejoice in Lodbar, and say, Have we not by our own strength taken Karnaim for ourselves? For behold, I am going to raise up a nation against you, uh, O house of Israel, declares the Lord God of hosts, and they will afflict you from the entrance of Hamath to the brook of the Arabah. So the scriptures say that God gives grace to the humble and he opposes the proud. And um, a lot of times we look at that and it's the grace that we're focused on. You know, so God gives grace to the humble and as we humble ourselves before him and we, we lay our lives to him, the grace uh, is given to us and that's a, a once and for all kind of a deal. That's not what that phrase is talking about. It also says that God opposes the proud. Well, we look at in uh, that same text, we kind of say, well, if we're so proud that we think that we can do it ourselves without him, then of course he's going to oppose us and come up against us. No, we're taking that grace, that grace discussed there, and we're relating it to the grace of salvation. And this is a different grace. The grace of salvation is free. The grace of salvation is by faith. The grace of salvation is something that you can choose to have and keep. Um, now, unfortunately, the grace of salvation even you can choose to denounce and walk away from. But that's a different grace. The grace that comes to those who humble themselves is the grace that God knows that we mess up. Now, it's not impossible for us to keep up with the commandments that God gave us. It's not impossible. Um, it is a possible task for us to do. We make it more difficult, and the enemy is constantly trying to keep us from keeping the commandments that God has. So the grace comes when we, being saved, believers, followers of Christ, we mess up. Because of our humility, because we humble ourselves before him, he grants us that grace to lift us back up and to give us that forgiveness when we repent. That it's not something that we have to carry forever. We're not nailing Jesus to the cross again. We're not losing our salvation off of just falling. But when we decide that we're so proud, that we want to continue to do what we want to do because of his grace, we're now gaining God as an, an opponent. We're now butting heads with the one who gave us this salvation. 
And here you can see the in, in Amos 6 is talking about that very thing to where people they're like, oh, I've got this. They put their feet up. They're like, no big deal. I'm just going to live my life and do what I want. I'm not concerned because God's going to take care of it. So they're taking advantage of the fact that they have this righteousness that they didn't deserve. They're taking advantage of the fact that that they've gained fruit in their life by doing nothing. And it and it becomes almost this um this right that they have. They're this entitlement. And God said, no. If you're going to live that way, I'm going to completely wipe you out. Because it's the same thing. You're not being humble. You're not appreciating the humility and coming before the Lord with that right posture. You're so proud in your arrogance and your entitlements that God said, I'm going to send a great nation that will wipe you out. This is simple. We should rejoice in the fruit of righteousness. And we should humbly repent, come before the Lord when we fail, asking for that grace that he promised he'd give us. And we should avoid the pride that could easily creep in. As God builds us up, God pours his blessings over us that we avoid that pride in letting those blessings become who we are and that we forget who those blessings came from. Father, I just pray that we could be humble. I pray that I could be humble. And I can continue to come to you in humility, knowing that I'm nothing without you. Uh, There's no understanding without you. I can't even read the Bible and, and get what it's saying without you. This nothingness of my life remains nothing without you. And I just pray that um, I can be consistent. I have the, in that humility and knowing that I'm going to do whatever you ask me to do because you've done everything for me. You make me who I am. You made me who I am. And I want to live that life of that man. And if pride creeps up, Holy Spirit, show it to me fast. Let me be fast. Let me be quick and casting that away. Because I don't want pride to creep into my life to risk any relationship that I have with, with you. 
And Father, thank you for this life, these blessings, and the fruit of your hands. And I pray for all this in Jesus' name. Are you concerned about what the future holds? Are you confident that the retirement plans that you have today will still be secure tomorrow? Let us help you by clearing up the uncertainty. This is Matt Russell, the director of WIT Ministries. Many of us at Walking in Truth Ministries are bivocational, working in our ministry as well as in the financial services industry at WinBig Financial Group. We help people to build a tax-free and risk-free retirement. Give me a call at 817-903-2575 to support our ministry and to secure your family's financial future. Again, call today at 817-903-2575. Thank you and God bless. Thank you for joining us today, and I hope that uh, that blesses you, either as an individual or uh, with you and your other loved ones. Uh, maybe this is uh, something that you're utilizing to to spend with your family, uh, some time around God's Word, and uh, of course, that is great. I love that, and I'd love to hear how uh, the Daily Portion podcast is blessing you. If you would, just go to our website at walkingintruthministries.org. And um, go on there and just drop us a little note about uh, this podcast or one of our other podcasts, or even just check out the events that we have available. Uh, but again, thank you very much and look forward to seeing you again tomorrow as we dig into our daily portion with Wit Ministries. God bless. <music>